morning, everybody. Good morning. Now that Jeff and John and Doreen are here, we can get started. But Jesus, we just thank you so much for your word to us. We thank you for your mercy and goodness. God, you have blessed us. God, and and, uh, this morning I just want to stop and thank you, God, for for all that you've done for us. God, so sometimes it just seems so so far off and so intangible or so obscure, God, how you have, have just loved us with an everlasting love because it just seems like the cross was so long ago. God, and, and yet today, God, you're still showing your love to us, God, and proving your love to us. God, and and in more ways than, than we even see. God, and we just we thank you for your love this morning. We thank you for your goodness. God, we thank you for your salvation, God, and the, the the peace and the joy that it brings us. God, we just glorify you today. God, uh, minister your word to us. God, as only you can, plant it inside of us. God, cause it to to bear fruit. God, we we just we need you this morning. God, to to speak to our hearts. God, and to uh, put in us that that word, God, just like the the angel bringing the the uh, the the bread to Elisha or Elijah, so that he could make it to the mountain. God, we we pray it in your name, in your righteous name, we pray. Amen and amen. Go with me to Isaiah sixty one. Isaiah 60 always makes me think of, I don't know, like 20 years ago or so, maybe even longer. It was a little longer. This young guy came to the church, came from Texas, his name was Lonnie, and I don't know where he came from or how he ended up here, but uh, Ron invited him to, to minister one Sunday while he was here, and uh, and he read out of Isaiah 60. And every time I even pass by it on my way somewhere else, and I, I see that first verse, I just hear him in my head, Arise, shine, for thy light has come. So, think, man, I should have been born in the South, man. You know, I've often thought I should have been born in the South. I've often thought maybe I should have been a big black lady. I don't know. Just... <laughs> or maybe at least a big black guy. I don't know. You know, somebody with like the you know, I shave my head and all that. But um, Isaiah sixty-one. <clears throat> if you hadn't guessed, I did not get enough sleep last night. Um, verse 1, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all those that mourn, and to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give to them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He might be glorified. Of course, uh, Jesus read this passage in the synagogue and uh, was not well received, um, to say the least. Um, 
you know, and I suppose to a, a, a group of self-satisfied religious people, it would have seemed rather presumptuous and confrontational because it's, uh, for him to come in there and say those things because he wasn't even from the right tribe, as they like to pick on him about. Um, but, you know, the precious thing about this verse, or about this passage, is, you know, of course, of course Jesus read this passage because he understood that God was talking about him. But he lives in you, and he lives in me. And so, uh, as 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 Ron has so often pointed out, you know, it's it's not uh, it's not the job of a few select like paid professionals to um, uh, to win the world and to uh, uh, to do the the stuff that that God has has would have us do. It's 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 everyone, everyone's work. You know, we have eleven people in our company at work. And um, everybody's got a job to do, and, and everybody has to work together and do the thing that they're supposed to do. So, um, um, and it, and uh, <clears throat> it, it doesn't come down to just one person doing. It. I mean, obviously, Mike is the the the, uh, the puppeteer in the shadows pulling all the strings, and uh, but he doesn't do everything. He, he he has to have some puppets to pull their strings, right? So, <laughs> Mike's like, stop talking. Um, <laughs> um, so, so as I, you know, the thing I would ask you about this passage is, what about you then? You know, has, has God put this in your life to do? Um, the thing I really want to focus on, though. Is is he how he in verse three said that he would give the he would give beauty for ashes, and oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The thing about that is, um, and some translations read that I will give you beauty instead of ashes, and oil of joy instead of mourning, and that's great in the place of that's that's fantastic. Um, but what I like about the what I what I get when I read this in the King James is that you're trading something, you know, and so uh, you know, and I mean that's that's just like going to the store and buying a T-shirt. You know, you have to give them something in order to get the shirt. Well, so if you have ashes. Then you give God your ashes, and He gives you beauty. You have, you have mourning. And you give God your mourning, and He gives you joy. And and uh, you have the spirit of heaviness. You give it to Him, and He give you the the garment of praise. So, you know, we we. It's interesting because whenever I read about oil in the Bible, I always immediately think of going through difficult things. Because of course, um, there is that, and um, and we, we don't we don't like the idea or don't understand the idea a lot of times about how how that uh, that that mourning that heaviness and the the sitting in ashes that comes with going through difficult things how that mixes together with joy. 
with this oil of joy? How, how does that go together? And, uh, you know, I was, when I was studying, one of the things that I, I came across was, uh, when Jesus went to Gethsemane, um, the, uh, uh, when you look at where that name comes from, it means oil press. And, and it, and it, um, uh, and that's a, a really um, uh, illustrative uh, idea, to this, a way to describe this place that Jesus uh, goes and, and lays everything at the feet of God because he didn't want to go to the cross particularly, just as you or I wouldn't. But he understood that that was what he was there for. That when he was when he was talking to the disciples, he's like. You know, now here I am. What shall I say? Save me from this hour. This is this very cause. This is why I'm here. I came to this hour for this very thing. And uh, so, you know, so that's the interesting thing about the oil because um, we we get oil squeezed out of us when we feel like we're having the life pressed out of us, like uh, just like the oil press at Gethsemane. And um, so, uh, go with me over to Second Kings chapter. I want to say four. Yes, chapter four. So, as much as we've talked about the about the oil, you know, you know, I always think of Matthew twenty-five and how the, you know, the. The wise virgins had oil because they'd let God take them through difficult things and all that, and they couldn't share it with anyone else. They couldn't they couldn't give it to someone else because you can't impart that trust and uh, that you gain from God taking you through things and proving His love to you, proving His faithfulness. You can't really, I mean, you can tell somebody about it, but you can't impart it to them. And, and it's it's not the same uh, to just talk about it. Um, and uh, but here in Second Kings, um, was, uh, chapter four, I'm going to start verse one again. There cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said to her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid has nothing in the house save a pot of oil. So it's like, man, you think she, you think she had, um, you you would expect her to be sitting in ashes, you know, with a garment of of you know uh, heaviness and, and mourning. You know, she's, uh, you know, the the uh, widow of a prophet, and. And you would think that uh, that things might be going smoother for her, but she um, so she's in this this tough place, you know, financially as as a as a widow in those days would have been, especially, and uh, and so she goes to Elisha, and and she and she she brings her problem to the man of God. And because she understood that I can get a word from God about 
this this matter. I can get some kind of solution from God. And uh, when Elisha asks her, what do you have in the house? She says, I have nothing in my house but a pot of oil. And I, when I read that, it really struck me as being interesting. She has nothing in the house but oil. And and I thought, how could that how could that be? That you know, if it's like so she has this you know, what I what I've always thought of as like this this resource to get you through a tough time, and it is that. But um so that's that's the only thing she has in in the house. You'd think, you know, she could have said that she had, you know, I have some crockery and I have like a little fire pit and you know, and you know all this stuff, but you know she said I don't have anything, but uh, but a pot of oil is the only thing valuable that she had in the house. And uh, and as I was looking into the things about the oil, I came across this this scripture about the oil of joy. I hadn't really thought about that, but isn't that the thing that that gives you light in the dark? Is joy? You know, and. Joy is an interesting thing because, um, you know, we've talked about this before, joy and happiness are not the same thing. You know, um, you know, if, if we're going out for pizza, I'm happy, but not necessarily joyful. <laughs> you know, when I, when I, uh, I, I went through this little, like, month and a half long thing where I went to Chipotle every single day for lunch and it was the best part of my day and it filled me with happiness every day. But it wasn't joy. You know, because you know, joy is something a lot more profound than just I'm happy with how my day is going. I'm I'm happy with with um, you know, X, Y, and Z circumstance. Joy is is a sense of of peace and satisfaction and well-being that transcends the the here and now. It transcends the moment. Um, you know, and and what what else could having God live in you bring you but joy? Knowing that that your eternity is secured, what else could that bring you but joy? You know, I mean, have you ever uh, had like a really terrible, terrible day, but you you had something that you were looking forward to at home. You know, like you know, if you were going home to your your family, if you were going home to, you know, you're going to go out to dinner with your best friend. You know, something. You know, maybe you're just you're going to go home and you're going to bury yourself in the Word of God, and and there's this sense of I can get through today. Because I have that to look forward to, and so I have joy in that that transcends the fact that right now I just kind of want to smash my head on the table or or whatever. <laughs> and so, um, so this this woman, her husband is gone, and uh, you know the the big guy with the curly cued mustache and the top hat is coming to take her children tomorrow. To, to make them slaves, and uh, um, and she has joy. She has that's the only thing she has left in the house is joy. And so Elisha says. Then he said, "Go, 
borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, and borrow not a few. And when you come in, you shall shut the door upon you and upon your sons, and you shall pour out into all those vessels, and you shall set aside that which is full. And so she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought out the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed or stopped. And she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go and sell the oil, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. And so... Uh, the, the difference between this woman being able to share what she had, share this joy, versus um, uh, versus the, uh, the, the foolish virgins and the wise virgins is that she had this word from God to, to do this, to share this thing. And, and, and it's not at this time where, where it's now too late. And so... Uh, to to go out and do those uh, those things, so she she fills all these vessels with this oil that she that she has, and and of course only God could keep making it last the way it did. Yeah. And um, you know I I remember when I used to paint for a living there were some times I wished for a paint bucket like that. It's like, man, if I could just get one more gallon out of this and not have to go to the store again. And blah, 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 blah. And, uh, but uh, so she, she had nothing that she, could, uh, that she could share with anybody else but joy. And so this, this joy then became the bridge that took her through this crisis moment of uh, of being in debt and getting ready to lose her sons, because honestly, uh, in in her case, to lose her sons would likely mean losing everything and ending up in the street. And uh, so, you know, she was at a very very desperate moment here, and it was the oil. It was the thing that that uh, that made the pathway, that lit the pathway, if you will, uh, for her to go forward. So, you know. Uh, so, what about you then? You know, do you have that oil in you? And um, because we all go through places where we recognize that. Uh, this is not a place that I'm enjoying. This is not something that I like. This is this is feels like Gethsemane. It feels like I'm being smashed to bits. And um, you know, they they used oil for so many things. You know, they used it for anointing. They used it for light. They used it for I mean, you name it. Um, and uh, so to have that oil in you, to have that that joy in you, you know, and and that was really uh, a revelation to me that you that it's not just about I'm going to go through this difficult moment, gritting my teeth, and just put my head down and just deal with it because I'm buying the oil. 
like this is actually there's a place of joy in this. This is this is actually creating joy in me, yeah. not happiness. Doesn't create it creates the opposite of happiness. <laughs> it gives it it puts heaviness on you, and mourning, and and ashes, and yet with that that is the stuff that you all you all trade over to God. And, and he gives you joy, and he gives you praise, and he gives you uh, all this, uh, all these things that you couldn't get any other way. Yes. You know, and um, you know, there's this movie, and you may have seen it. That um, this this kid, he just he's kind of like the oddball kid in this family, and. Everybody is like, everything is so smooth and great in their life, and every day for him just seems to be terrible. And uh, um, uh, it's his birthday, and he's like up at midnight, the morning of his birthday, and he's alone with a little cupcake and a candle in it because everyone's so busy that they've kind of overlooked his birthday. And, uh, or so he thinks. And he's like, man, I just. And he's so he's having his cupcake with his little pet turtle, and and he, <laughs> he's like, you know, I just, I wish that everybody else in my family knew what it was like to have a really horrible, terrible day. And he blows out this candle. And and it, of course it's just a movie, but you cannot. I mean, everything that you could think of and some stuff you would never think of happens to this family that next day. And and so the whole thing about the movie is is joy. Is they they all in the end this 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 family all comes together and recognizes that this is an absolutely horrible day, but it's okay because we have each other and we have things to look forward to. And and actually then the and the kid is like really obsessed with all things Australia, and so he gets home. They, they, they come home at the end of the day, and and he didn't know it, but they had like put this whole party together for him. That was like this Australian themed petting zoo and all this cool stuff. And uh, you know, and he was like, "This is all for me." And it's like, "Well, of course," you know. And sometimes when we go through difficult things, we feel like that. We feel like we're sitting up in the middle of the night with our uh, with our cupcake and our turtle, <laughs> you know. And it's like. Like, does anybody else know what it feels like to feel like I do? And it's like, well, yeah, we do. No, but they have this this horrible, horrible day, and they come through it with joy, and the joy is the thing that carries them through it in the first place. And uh, and and it's funny because he tells his family, he's like, you know, the thing is, is I think you have to have some bad days. In order to appreciate the good days, you know. And if you've ever had like a string of really gut-wrenching, horrible days, and you have like a day that feels really, really good, it's like oh, it's like springtime has returned to Narnia, you know. And um, so, so there's there's a a price that you you could never assign a price to that. To that that sense of of joy and well being uh, that that everything is going to be okay because we go through things in life where we have those days that are very unhappy and it doesn't feel like things are ever going to be okay and yet 
that's the place where God brings that that joy of of His presence, uh, and and all it takes is is giving Him the the uh, the mourning and the ashes and the heaviness, and uh, and doesn't necessarily mean that the rest of your day is going to be happy, but it could be joyful because you have you know, you have something in your back pocket. You know, it's like it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, another pop culture reference. It's like it's like you have this golden ticket in your back pocket, and it's like, well, it's okay. You know, today is, is you know, whatever is today. I don't care about today because I have a golden ticket. And and so the uh, your relationship with God is like that golden ticket. It's like it doesn't matter how today might be going because I I'm, I've got my ticket. I'm getting on the train. And uh, the great thing about a train is once you get on a train, it's going to go where the tracks go. It's not like, you know, tr- uh, cars or tra- <laughs> trains don't go off-roading. So they, uh, well, hopefully, they, but they, <laughs> they just, they, they ride on the track that's put down in front of it, and they, they, they can't but go where the tracks take them. And so God has... He's put down those tracks in front of you, and he's put down those tracks in front of me. And so you get on that train, and your destination is already predetermined. And uh, uh, and there's there's a, a joy in that knowledge that that transcends the the things that we go through and the things that uh, uh, that that make our days feel heavy, because there there really is that oil. And we can when we come down to nothing but the oil. If we, if we come to those places where we have really have nothing but joy, just like this woman did, then she was able to share it. She was able to 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 give it to the people around her, and uh, and it benefited her. It benefited them, and uh, uh, so it's 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 a blessing. So you know, I don't know if any of you are are going through those types of of places right now, I would venture to guess you probably are or have or will be soon. So, my condolences. <laughs> uh, so, Jesus, we just we thank you so much uh, for all that you are and for all that you do. God, the uh, God, what what grace, God, that you would. Uh, trade these these uh, these things that are seemingly of no value. God, these this heaviness and, and ashes and mourning. God, that that you would take them uh, and that you would give us uh, instead these things of, of utmost value, God of, of joy, God and and the 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 garment of praise, Lord God. Um, God, that you'd give us beauty for ashes. What a what a, an amazing thing. God, only you could do that. God, and and just the knowledge that you take our our most difficult days and that, that you make that the outcome of it when we give those things to you, God, just that alone is enough to bring us joy. God, to, to bring us satisfaction that that you know exactly what you're doing. God, and that today is just today. God, and we just we thank you and we praise you for all that you are, for all that you've done for us. And God, today we just pray that in this place, your spirit would have liberty. 
to do exactly what You want it to do. God, that every need in this place would be met by You. God, we, uh, we are not sufficient for these things, but You are. God, we, we come to You not because we can make these things happen that we need in our life, but because You can. God, and so we're looking to You today. God is the author and the finisher of our faith. God, raise our sense of expectation this morning. God, to, to get what we need from You. God, I just pray that You would put on our hearts between now and the song service, God, what, what it is that, that we want from You today. God, what is that thing that we would ask You for? God, and I just I pray that we would uh, bring it to You, God, along with an offering of praise and, and glory, God, because You are so worthy. God, and that's the wonderful thing about joy. God, this joy recognizes that You are worthy of praise no matter how unhappy we may be. God, and we just thank You and we glorify You today. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen.